You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage, they know your house, your home is so much more than just a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. It's Ken Common on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Send the tweets, send them hot, at Ken Carmen C-A-R-M-A-N. Coming up in 20 minutes. Hickey, you got to say it. Let's go. What's coming up in 20? The NFL Scouting Carmine. It's so bad, it's good, America. And what's the premise of him, everybody? Hickey, Hickey, tell everybody. Yourself, Ken Carmen, a.k.a. the Carm in Carmine. I almost said no bleep. I almost actually said the word. Go ahead. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, we'll be uh, discussing team by team. So we'll do three or four teams a show discussing their draft need to this draft as we lead up to the NFL draft in about two months. You better play some NFL music under this, okay? Oh, we will. Don't you worry. You damn well better. 855-2124-CBS. Up at 1.40 p.m. Eastern. I know everybody's getting tired of the Astro story. I just want to play one video for you. Just hear me out. Let me play one video at 1.40 p.m. Eastern. Because my buddy said this originally, and I still don't like it, but you may be the one who is punishing the Houston Astros. I'm going to play one video for you at 140. The punishment for the Houston Astros and Jose Altuve and everybody is being carried out by you. 855-2124-CBS. I started off the show, I actually started off the show with Matt Stafford of all people because I was just thinking about him and real quick on Stafford. I think Matt Stafford is a fantastic quarterback. If I were Detroit, I would, if I were staying there at number three, I would probably pick... Chase Young and be happy. According to Eric Edholm, they have been given an ultimatum basically by the ownership, Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia, that you make the playoffs this year or or don't come into work January 2nd. So if that's the case, and I think Matt Stafford is a really good quarterback, I think that you go with a guy on defense, try to make an impact, splash in free agency, whatever you can do, you try to make do, see where you go. They've been in a perpetual state of rebuild. I used to get calls about the Lions, and I I didn't know how to handle them. I can usually even fake it sometimes, uh, but I can usually make it through calls with other other teams and other fans. When people would call about the Lions, I'd go, I got to be honest with you, brother. I don't watch a lot of Lions football. They're just they're very cardboard to me. They're very packing peanuts. And so a month about a month and a half ago, the Matt the Matt Stafford story broke about how Bob Quinn was thinking about trading away Matt Stafford. Bob Quinn fought it, and they went back and forth here and there in the media. And I, I, I started watching Lions games back. And I started watching games with Matt Stafford, and, and I saw a, a veteran, a smart, talented veteran who's a leader. I watched him in Cleveland a few times. He was a leader on that sideline. 
and it just hasn't worked out the way it was supposed to. And if I bring up his stats and and, and roll him out for the rest of his career, doing the math, getting rid of the best, because obviously you're going to have a, a, a little bit of a backslide at the end of your career. You should. He's got over 67,000 passing yards by the time it's all said and done. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. 401 touchdown passes. That'd be around 6th or 7th all-time. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. He's not a Hall of Famer. Not even close because there's no hardware. There's not even a win in the postseason. So we think this way with Matt Stafford that automatically he's garbage. And I get calls from people from Detroit. We took back-to-back earlier today. No, Matt Stafford is not going anywhere. One guy said he'll stop being a Lions fan if they traded away Matt Stafford. Another guy said, you know, it's been 11 years. It's been good. It's time for us to find something that's exciting. I think the Lions, and watching them, I think that they have a couple of nice pieces. They still need more. You add a little bit in the draft. You add a little bit in free agency. You should be able to be better than the Bears. You should be able to be as good as the Vikings. And Green Bay is always going to be a question. That is not that difficult a division to compete in. There was a time where it seemed Green Bay was invincible. It's not like that. And I think I'd rather take a veteran hand and a guy who's getting back from an injury at 32 years old. I think I'd rather go with him than thrust some rookie in there. Because you're not going to get Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's healthy. You're not going to get him. And Tua Tagovailoa, and even though I love him, and I think he's got the mental makeup to have a great career, and there's still part of me, I, I I like Joe Burrow too. There's a natural, real like of Joe Burrow. I still wonder if there's going to be something I'm missing. Not hand size, that's stupid. I mean, he wasn't that good that year before. He was good. He was a good quarterback, but it wasn't anything like we've seen. I just, did the NFL figure you out? Maybe I'm overthinking, and I hope I am. But you can't, I would not want to put two in that spot, having to fix that team, especially when you have some ultimatum right there by your ownership. You could maybe make the best decision for the future of your franchise, knowing that you're not going to be around to see it. But I don't think the Lions would do that. I defend Matt Stafford as a great quarterback. I think he has everything that it takes to be one of the top five quarterbacks that we talk about in the NFL. Terrific franchise, elite quarterback. It's just, it's not there. He's a work pale, workmanlike quarterback that is good. That is like a district man. You know what he is? He's Hank Hill. Hank Hill loved propane, propane accessories. You could set your watch to him. He did the right thing. That's Matt Stafford. It's not Buck Strickland. He's Hank Hill. 855-2124-CBS. I brought up Tom Brady at the beginning of the show as well. I thought, if Tom leaves, Bill wins. I also have to wonder, does Bill even want him back at this time? If Tom Brady leaves, now this is just a wonder. I have no idea. There would be plenty of people listening to us in New England that goes, well, Ken, I mean, come on, think about this. Hold on. I've been through this before with Bill Belichick where he he said certain people had diminishing skills. He ended up being right about it. Even the person who had diminishing skills agreed. If you let Tom Brady go, First off, you have people running to you to be your quarterback. You could maybe spend, and even if you don't get one of those guys, sit them they like, I know that, but even if you have one of those guys, then it becomes a question of how long does it take for you to build a backup? Because you'll lose some players. Without Tom Brady, you can free up some salary. Without Tom Brady, you can you can maybe pay some guys to stay. 
take a take a traded quarterback, put him in a position, compete as soon as you can. You're not a team that's ever going to tank, so you're not going to be in that spot. Or you could play the long game, see how it shakes out, see how this guy shakes out who is underneath Tom Brady right now, or see somebody else. If that doesn't shake out the right way, boom, you're back in the draft. Maybe you trade up. Maybe you do some crazy stuff. Belichick's mind isn't going anywhere. I don't think Josh McDaniels' mind is going anywhere very anytime soon. The, he might be the guy to finally take it over someday. But with those two together, at least for a year, maybe two, maybe three, you never know, I still think that they'd be okay. If Tom Brady left, and this was my original thought, if Tom Brady leaves, he's got confidence in himself. He believes in himself. So wherever he goes, he intends to win. But if you don't win, there has to be something in the back of your mind that protects you. You have to think about your personal thought. It wouldn't ruin your legacy, not by a long shot. If Tom Brady went out and played for Las Vegas this year, signed on the dotted line, and they went out and they were 6-10 and 10 and he looked bad and old and decrepit and maybe even a little bit desperate because he's in a different jersey now trying to hold on, it won't affect his overall legacy. We don't remember Unitas at the end. We don't remember Namath at the end or Harris or, or Jerry Rice or, or really anybody. We remember legends. We remember legends for their legendary years and when they wore legendary jerseys. So I don't think any of that, I don't want to overreact to any of that. But for Tom, when you bring up that Tampa Bay scenario, Godwin, O.J. Howard, Mike Evans, decent offensive line you could work on. They need some help in their pass defense and their secondary. They definitely need that. Bruce Arians with that quarterback. He made he made Jameis Winston a conversation piece. You cut Jameis Winston's interceptions in half. Think of this. They need secondary help. They need guys who can defend the pass. Even if you don't get that, and you cut down Jameis Winston's interceptions, by half. That's not seven and nine. They're a playoff team. That makes sense for Tom. That makes sense. Veteran head coach, good offensive head coach. He's already had the history with Kurt Warner. He's already had, the, or I should, I should say, he's already had the history with Carson Palmer. I said Kurt Warner, wrong Cardinals quarterback. He's had the history with with Carson Palmer. He's had the history with other quarterbacks. He was able to revitalize, to a degree, revitalize the career of Jameis Winston, where he's he's a conversation now. He is. Good weather for the most part. It gets a little bit thunderstormy in Tampa on that end. can get pretty hot on that side of the state. But for the most part, good weather. You don't have to play in really cold weather most of the year like you would when you were in New England. So that should protect your joints, should keep you okay, and now you have some weapons to play with. You don't need to go out and make trades. You don't need to go do some of the other stuff that takes away from whatever you, whatever else you might have. If you're willing to do so, here's your option. If it's about winning, if it's only about winning, and it's not New England, that's got to be the option. The Raiders, you'll give me John Gruden. You'll say, well, John Gruden, they got some talent. And you know, if Tom Brady goes to the Raiders, don't think for a second that the Raiders won't start calling the Cleveland Browns about OBJ. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But there's still a move that has to be made. And I still will always say Raiders are the Raiders until the Raiders aren't the Raiders anymore. John Gruden, all these Raider fans got in my mentions, including Derek Carr's brother, when they were a 5-4 and four football team. Tumbleweeds were going by my Twitter account with you Raiders fans when you finished 7-9. and nine. I will always believe the Raiders become the Raiders. And I think Tom needs to, too. 
The Chargers don't trust the ownership, don't trust the organization. Have to say I don't trust the head coach. Giants, pipe dream, silliness, weird draft conversation. Green Bay, I don't know where that came from. Wherever it came from needs to go straight to hell. What? Who am I missing here, Hecky? Titans? Titans are an option. Good running game, good offensive line. That would probably be my second biggest option. But the talent that you have to throw to with those two wide receivers, with that tight end, holy Toledo. It would For me, if it were Tom Brady, it would come down to Tampa Bay or New England. Maybe Tennessee. The other ones, I don't think you get a fart in the wind with me. 855-2124-CBS. But I still wonder, at 43 years old, before we go to break, just think about it. At 43 years old, is this what Bill finally wanted? Because he was going to do it with Garoppolo. He knows about diminishing skills. He always believes on beating people to the punch. He believes in the study of the NFL. Bill Walsh felt the same way. Bill Belichick, you know, feels the same way. He wants your best years, not all your years. He's going to get you at your best. Tom, everybody says, can't load up the way it was. Josh McDaniels had to do a lot of scheming for him last year. Because I would believe that if Tom Brady were to pick the Raiders or the Chargers, I think this, this next year could be it. Bill Belichick, unless something horrible happens to him personally, this won't be his last year. And I would have every faith that they might spend a year or two on their ass. He'd be able to load it back up and prove that he could do it with somebody else. 855-2124-CBS. We'll get your thoughts on what Tom should do. And the NFL scouting carbine. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Well, it's time for the worst name in all of sports radio. It's the NFL scouting carbine thought of by one Ryan Hickey. Folks, it's so bad, I actually think it's good. Hickey, how do we do this now, friend? We're going to do this every week until the draft. How does it work? All right, so we'll give you a list today. We have four teams, and obviously they will have some draft ah, needs. four. Four teams. Okay. So you will give your thoughts on what they should do for this upcoming draft, maybe a position they should look at, or maybe a player in particular, if you want to get that crazy. All right. So just, you know, some draft needs, some draft positions. What I think they should or what I think they will, because I'd like to do both. Let's do it. This is your segment. We're doing both. What they should do, and then if you were in their situation, what you would do. How about that? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Go right on ahead, my friend. This sounds like it's going to be a winner. Oh, it already is a winner. So we talked a lot about. It's called the Carmbine. It's got to be. Carmbine. A lot about Matthew Stafford and the Lions today. So very fitting that we should start at number three. With the oh, Detroit man. Lions. The Detroit Lions at number three. Earlier today, this morning, while I was in the shower, like Jerry Jones thinking about Des Bryant, I waffled. I went back. I went forth because I really like Matthew Stafford. I think he's a really good quarterback. In fact, I had people calling in my weekday show saying that they would trade our current quarterback here in this city for Matthew Stafford. That's how things have gone over this last year with that team. I don't want to say the name because then people start to bitch because I always mention the city. So let's go to this. Let's look at what Detroit should do. While I waffle, while I think, I go and waffle what Eric Edholm told me earlier this afternoon on CBS Sports Radio. You can hear that interview at CBSSportsRadio.com. Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports, when I asked him about Matt Stafford, said that there has been an ultimatum that's been laid down by the ownership of the Detroit Lions to Bob Quinn, to Matt Patricia, 
you make the playoffs in 2020 or your ass is out the door. That said, I'd say you hold on to Matt Stafford. I think now you stay at three. This is my what I think what I think I would do. I keep Matt Stafford. I think they will keep Matt Stafford. Stay at three. Well, let's see. Joe Burrow number one to the Cincinnati Bengals. Teams are now calling the Washington Redskins. You look at pick number four with the New York Giants. They're not doing anything. You look at pick number five with the Miami Dolphins. They're probably calling Washington. Do you believe that the Dolphins could move up to Washington and get that spot at number two? Washington could still find Chase Young at three. Detroit, eh, they're going to take Chase Young at three, and I would take Chase Young at three if another quarterback were off the board. If someone starts calling me about Justin Herbert, again, how far am I willing to go back? So I say they do. And I say I would stay at number three, take Chase Young, be happy with my defense. This comes after some moves in free agency. There's a little bit they can do and see if we can get this thing with health and see if we can't get this thing back on the navigational beacon. If they go from 3-11-1 and still a suck-ass team last year to where they could be maybe even set 9-7 and seven and they don't make the playoffs, how does Mrs. Ford fire those two? I know she's saying ultimatum of the playoffs, according to Eric Edholm. How do you fire those guys? Next. Let's go two spots behind them. The Miami Dolphins at number five. I actually got mad at the Dolphins. A couple of weeks ago, I brought this up. I thought they ruined a great coaching job by Brian Flores, all because they wanted to, quote-unquote, tank for Tua. And they got that idea to get rid of some veterans because they weren't already a good football team as it was, and and bring in undrafted free agents, play rookies, trade for picks, stockpile picks. Well, the Browns did, and they got Baker Mayfield, and they got Miles Garrett. And Well, look at them. That was going into this last year. They made the cardinal mistake of using the Browns as a blueprint. You never copy what the Cleveland Browns have done to make your football team better. And so I got mad at the Dolphins because Brian Flores is a great coach. They got five wins out of that team. Half of those guys, actually most of those guys, have no business being on an NFL football field. Brian Flores won five games with XFL players last year. So I find myself angry with the Dolphins. But you made your bed, you lay in it. And you got that draft capital for a reason. So you can make sure you can move up. Because everybody's feeling good about Flores. You do have a couple of diamonds there. So let's see what you do. You're at number five. You're not moving up to one with Cincinnati. How about number two with Washington? Are they willing to move back in Washington, or are they just happy to take Chase Young? I'm not sure about that. Let's go on to the guys that they're willing to move on. Again, these things aren't perfect, but away we go. Say they're willing to move on. You give up the picks of the draft capital, and you go and you get to a Tangavailoa. You make him the starter when he's ready. You can play him behind any quarterback you really want to. I know that the Rosen thing's up in the air. Fine, whatever. You can move on from him if you want to. I still don't know why you would give up Laramie Tunsil when you have to go ahead and use moves to probably still move up in the draft to go after your quarterback. But you thought that you were going to be naturally bad enough, but you hired the right head coach who ended up being the wrong head coach for what you were trying to execute this time. That's what I think they should do. You mess things up for a reason. Fine, go ahead, trade up, go and get Tua.
next. As you work on getting the music. There we go. There we, there go. we go. Good God. Let's That's the go. first time out. What are we going to do? Go ahead. Still working out the kinks here. Yeah, it's okay. Five spots lower, a team in an area you know but very this well. Tough. This is tough. Number 10, the Cleveland Browns at the oh! NFL Scouting oh! Carmine. What would you do, Ken Carmen? Wow, you're bringing the Browns out on me right now? We're bringing the heat. we got to get the segment off to a hot start here. No better way to get it started with a team you know very ready? closely, very well. You ready? Let's hear what it. I would do, what a Ken Carmen would do, is I would release a tape of Isaiah Simmons smoking weed or say a, 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 a video of Isaiah Simmons smoking weed and I'd see if I can get Isaiah Simmons down to 10 if I were in the NFL draft. A la Laramie Tunsil. I would try to fake a video and see if I can do a date fake Infowars style and see if I can get Isaiah Simmons down to 10. Hecky, your thoughts? I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. <laughs> that, that, that is not, yeah. Would you be willing to fake a video to get Isaiah Simmons on your football team? Two one six five seven eight double zero ninety two and eight five five two one two four CB. No, in all honesty, I stay at ten. I take a nice offensive tackle. Well, Ken, nice thought, dumbass. But who's going to be that offensive tackle? Well, at number six overall, you got the Giants. I think that. Well, excuse me. No, at number four overall, you have the Giants. Giants need offensive line. Number six, the Chargers. What do you think the Chargers want to do? What do you think Carolina wants to do? If they're going to keep Cam Newton. Maybe they want an offensive lineman. I know that we've heard a lot about Derek Brown. You could have, and with Kyler Murray at eight with the Arizona Cardinals, you could have a run of offensive tackles. Now, this is where we get in a little bit of a mix here because it's a deep draft with offensive tackles already. Okay, but who's going to be that guy? I think your first guy off the board is an offensive tackle. I think it's going to end up being Tristan Wirfs. I think a lot of people love him. He's looked pretty good during the combine, and that's just because of the athletic stuff in it. A lot of people love Tristan Wirfs. Andrew Thomas, he might end up being the second, but boy, Makai Becton, I think a lot of people are thinking it's amazing. Orlando Brown had the worst combine in NFL history, and people thought he was going to be a bust. He's a pro bowler. Now, boy, Makai Becton, doesn't he look a lot like Orlando Brown, except he had, the, what, the fastest time or the second fastest time as an offensive tackle? You could be in the mode, and this isn't going to be fun for a lot of people. Jedrick Wills is right there. That's a name they know. Andrew Thomas is there. Good young kid. That's a name they know. I'd keep an eye on Josh Jones at Houston. Is able to move okay, but not a lot of people are watching Houston football. So that's going to be something that doesn't really light up the lamp for a lot of fans. But if you were there at 10, I'd stay there. I'd take a nice offensive tackle. Now, the thought of what? We think they're going to do. Andrew Barry's a man of analytics. Andrew Barry's a man of smarts. Even though that he and John Dorsey, the football guy, both like Chase Daniel, but what the hell? I think there's some there's there's a bigger wedge between football guys and analytics between the media and the fans than there actually are in the NFL, but no one wants to recognize that. So what do you think the Browns are going to do? At number 10, and especially if some way, somehow, if you look at some of these mock drafts, Bucky Brooks has at number 12, Oakland, naturally taking Jordan Love. I feel if Bucky Brooks, who's a smart guy, and a lot of other people feel that that can naturally happen, I think that means there's going to be a market. I don't know if Jordan Love's going to be there. I wonder if Oakland's willing to call up to 10 
to make sure they can get Jordan Love because they're going to still roll with Baker Mayfield for the Cleveland Browns. If it were just a couple of spots back, it, we're going with what I would do now, back to what I would do, I'd be willing to make that move. I just hope that number 11 doesn't become the next Joe Thomas and I end up taking garbage. I hope I don't take the next Tony Mandarich at, 13, or at, at 12. With the Browns history, Browns fans want to kill me for that. Fine, rightfully so. I understand your frustration. If I were there, I'd still stay at 10. A lot of people think that analytics-wise, the Browns would move back into the draft. But Andrew Barry's worked for the Cleveland Browns before. He knows that the ownership desperately wants to win, even though they don't have the best ideas on how to win. But they desperately want to do that. And he also knows that when you're the general manager of the Cleveland Browns, you might have 24 months. It's really 18. You have 18 months to make a big impact. Andrew Barry is a lot of things. He ain't stupid. He is far from stupid. And he does have common sense. I think the Browns will either stay at 10 or they may move up. They felt they were a playoff team last year. They believe they're still golden them their hills. I don't think they're going to rip apart the team the way some people think they're going to do. They got some decisions they have to make. I think they stay at 10 or actually because they might want an offensive tackle, not just any offensive tackle, but their guy, they might be willing to move up a little bit. And if it's only one or two spots, it's not that high of a price. They're not going to move up to five. They're not going to move up to three. But if it were nine or eight, I think they might be willing to make that call. Next. We will finish at number 12, the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, what I think they're going to do is I think that they're going to retain Derek Carr because Tom Brady's going to come to his senses and realize that he can't go to the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, they have a couple of picks. The, the Raiders got to play this a little bit tight to the vest because they have the pick at number 19 and they have the pick at number 12. You're thinking about quarterback. What I think they're going to do is I think they are going to try to trade into the top 10, and I think they're going to try to either get Justin Herbert or they're going to try to get Jordan Love. With that second pick, I think, and I would, by the way, since they are they have, the, the ship has sailed on that, with that second pick, I think they might go offensive line or I I think a lot of Raiders fans will agree with me. Kenneth Murray keeps coming to my head, doesn't he? Does he keep coming to your head? The kid out of Oklahoma. Reminds me of just a a really good player. I think he plays. I just hate using these platitudes. He plays downhill. He's all over the place. Hauls ass. Can't go. And I know people go big 12 defense. It's an Oklahoma player. It's 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 mid it's mid round. I think Mike Mack would love a guy like that. I think Jordan Love ends up being like Gruden's guy. So I think they go up and they make that move and they trade into the top 10. But I think they hold right there at number 19. And then I know they, but you might say, well, they might have to package it. But I think they hold there at that spot. I think they end up taking Kenneth Murray. And I would maybe go offensive tackle. But I could definitely see them going with a linebacker. Is that it? That's it. That's all four. Wow, that was tough. Hickey. You hammered me with it, buddy. Hammered me with it. 855-212-4CBS. That's strong. Hickey, you like doing that? I like him. A big fan. Whoa, that's week one of the NFL draft carbine. The NFL scouting carbine. I need a rest. Up next, a tradition unlike any other. You hold the punishment to the Astros in your hand. And also, you know what? Green Bay should do it, but he ain't going to be there anyway. 
It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Speak now forever, all your peace. 855 2124 CBS. CBS Sports Radio's toll free line. It's brought to you by the fine folks at Geico. Great news. You can save a ton of money on car insurance, renter's insurance, homeowner's insurance. Doesn't matter. You can bundle it all together, home and auto. It doesn't matter. Get to geico.com. It's easy. Also, tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern. That'd be 3 p.m. Pacific. Number 23, BYU closes out their season on CBS Sports Network as they take on Pamela Anderson and the Pepperdine team. That's fantastic. What? Isn't that the wave? Yeah, that's right. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Billy. Oh, Billy boy. <laughs> oh, yes, Ken. I wanted to bring this up with you, and honestly, I was going to do it because I wanted to fool Hickey because I really have to bust the stones of Hickey in this situation. Are you ready, Billy boy? Yeah, I'm ready. Would you like to participate with me? Of course. Uh, today's leap day or leap year. Today is the 29th of February. Do you know about a tradition unlike any other, Billy Boy? I have no idea what you're talking about. Today is a day where in the British Isles, Ireland, Scotland, the whole thing. Don't If you're listening in the UK, don't even start. All right. I'm not doing Brexit on this show. It, there is a longstanding tradition going all the way back to the Middle Ages where the woman proposes to the man in marriage on leap day. Hickey? Hey, Ken. Your girlfriend listening? No, she's not, thankfully. I got a hell of an idea for her. Uh, I think we could You said thankfully? Why, you don't want to spend the rest of your life with your girlfriend? I do. I just, I don't want to be proposed to. Oh, you don't want to be proposed to. So so what's the worst thing that happens if you're proposed to? I don't I understand. No. Tell me the tell me the problem with fight. Why does it cause a big fight, Hickey? Why? Because if she, you know, drops down on a knee, I don't think she's expecting me to say no, but I'm gonna say no. Why are you gonna say no if you intend to spend the rest of your life with her? I'd rather be the one to ask the question. Oh, so you're a sexist? No, I just I'm a traditionalist. So you have well, you're a traditionalist. Yeah, there's plenty of things that are traditionally sexist about what you're talking about, right there, Hick. I wouldn't view that as sexist. Oh, you wouldn't, would you? I just prefer to ask the question. I don't think she would be the one to ask anyway. So, Billy, your thoughts? I mean, can we? uh, First of all, I don't believe you. You don't believe who? You, that this is uh, that this is a real thing. Yeah, I made it up off the top of my head. That's what I did. That's what I did. I brought up something as, as, as serious as marriage and said that, no, I'm going to make up some history just to bust Hickey Stones at the end of the show. I think I'm on Team Hickey here, Ken. <sighs> wow. Two sexists. That's sensational. That is a very, I mean... What, a high charge? Yeah. It's not a high charge if it's true. If you murdered somebody and I knew you were a murderer, I'd call you a murderer, right? Yeah, but a murderer is someone who murders people. That's true. That's an actual thing that happened. This is just a state of mind, correct? Right, but not just that. Like... I'm just. I, I, I wonder. I, conflate, I you know. so you want to be the one that proposes marriage. So you guys yeah. have been together for how long? Uh, two and a half years. Wow, and she's just supposed to sit and wait around on your dead ass to get on a knee and propose to her. But, so this is what Boy. I'll say. I'll, this is what I'll say. And then you wonder why I'm saying you're a sexist. If, if, the, if the issue to where the girl was very, so impatient that she decided to get down a knee impatient? and just stop the waiting, right? That, that's why she would probably propose. She's uh, enough with this waiting. Let's go. Let's get on with it. Well, that's warped. Isn't that? You know, there's some issues with the relationship that, you know, says. Maybe yeah, it's that's that you wait. It's idea. that the, the woman would like to be married to you and her, your hand in marriage forever and eternity. 
and that you're the one sitting around waiting around, even though you say you claim that you want to be married with the person. I have no problem with a woman actually saying, all right, you know what, it's time to you know what or get off the bowl and let's get this one in gear here. That, I have I no problem with that. Those are two different, totally different things. It's if, the if, truth. If, if, if I just brought it up to you. Where both of you are knowing you're going to spend the rest of your, rest of your lives together. You're going to get married. And, there's, and you're both on the same page about a timeline. There's a difference like between that. saying it, you can talk about it, but you got to be about it, my friend. I'm totally with you there. There's but plenty I, I of people saying, you know what? The there's, girl's so impatient that she's asking. I think, you know, and, and I think that there's, and I think that, really. I think that a woman is well within her rights to go, you know what? You've been talking about this for a long time. You've never done it. So, you know what? It's either time to do it or not do it. I'm going to put you on the spot right now because I don't want to waste my time anymore. Because there's plenty of people who wake up every single morning, Hickey, and you know I'm right about this. They say, today's the day I get a job. Today's the day I stop smoking weed. Today's the day I lose weight. And you know what they do at the end of the day? They smoke weed, they stay unemployed, and they eat bonbons. That's what they do. I totally So you you're can sit totally there and go, right. I'm going to get engaged to you someday, fat chance. I mean, I've known guys who have drugged this stuff out for a decade, a decade, and their girlfriends openly talk about it. Yeah, he doesn't want to get engaged. He doesn't want to get engaged. He's not going to pop the question. He doesn't want to get engaged. They don't want to do it. And it's like, why should she wait? Why should she wait? So if you're one of those ladies out there where it's become almost a punchline or it's certainly a topic of conversation every time you're with friends or even at the checkout line, then you know what? Get to your local jewelry store, wherever you're at. I prefer Peter and Company right there in Avon Lake, but that's a personal paid testimonial. I prefer them. Go on, get your own ring, and you go put it on him. You go right on ahead. Because even if he says no, at least you won't waste any more of your time in a relationship that's going nowhere. How you like that, Hick? You're, but I'm with you. I'm totally in agreement. I'm Champions pose. Personally, I Winner. Wouldn't, I wouldn't prefer because I know, you know, Personally, relationship, but I personally, agree if the woman is frustrated time wise and wants to either get an answer one way or another, that's a good way to put them on the yeah, spot. You're the one who, say, you're the one who said doing. at the beginning of the entire conversation you were thanking God that she wasn't listening. I think you got some stuff to work out for yourself there. Champions pose, baby. I hope Anthony Lima's listening. You got any more? No, I, again, we're in agreement. I just personally, I, sure, I'm not sure. Gonna, I'm go listen. Gonna... Go back to listen to the beginning of that conversation. See whether or not we're in agreement. No, it's it's totally two different things. See, Billy, I'm yeah, equal yeah, opportunity, it's buddy. Is... It's not just your stones, Billy. It's also Hickey's. I I get it. I totally get it, Ken. There you go, buddy. Billy's my guy now. No longer is it Hickey. There we what? go. Yep, Billy's my buddy now. Yep, Billy's my buddy. Just agree with you, just because. Nah, because you know why? Because Billy's trying to fall in love. Billy's trying to find a girlfriend. Billy will get married before Hickey will. There you go. Billy, if you go, Billy. Proposed to you, would you say yes or no? He doesn't have a girlfriend. He's not participating in the conversation. Hypothet- this is a hypothetical. Thomas says, Ken, leave that man alone. He'll be single by the end of this segment. Yeah, if it works out that way, too, <laughs> then the hell with it. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve it if he's not willing to. I intend on marrying you, baby. Okay, well, then go ahead and marry me now. Well, humana, 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 humana. Well, okay. Done you are, brother man. Done you are. I said I was hoping Lima's listening. I don't think he is. He's probably still loaded. I, I do hope he's listening because you know what? He was right. He told me on the phone while I was on vacation. I wanted to get the Green Bay. I'll get the Green Bay another day. He wanted to, He told me on the phone because I said, you know, Rod Manfred isn't doing enough. I don't think they should get rid of the trophy. I, I, I think that's a hollow thing. I don't think you want to get rid of the trophy because, again, if you want to vacate the title, if you want the Astros to vacate the title, then... 
I don't think you're going to want anybody looking in your owner's closet. And I think Mark Cuban was the one who was right about that. And he was talking about a really bad guy when he was talking about Donald Sterling. But he was right then, and he's right now, and I think my buddy Lyman ended up being right about it. Now, I don't think it's the best way, because he said that's not the punishment. The punishment isn't that. The punishment isn't to suspend the players or ban the players for life, the guys who participated in it, because I still believe there's no such thing as immunity here. He's not, Rob Manfred isn't William Rehnquist. But there was a video that was posted last night to Twitter. And it was during the Astros spring training game. Hickey, if you're not too mad at me, play the video. Are you going to give the trophy back? You guys keeping a trophy? You're going to give it back? As long as you keep paying. How about that? How about the rings? Are you going to keep the rings? You going to keep the rings and the MVP? Or are you going to give it back? Just keep paying. Come see us. I'll come. I'll come to do this. Lima was right, but it's still not enough. Because the point Anthony made to me, and he'll be filling in for me here in about a month because i got to get eye surgery, at least that's what the plan is, is that you will be the one to carry out the punishment. Every day they're going to go to stadiums. There's going to be guys like that who during a rain delay pulled out his phone and started yelling into the dugout. And there they were giving him the time of day, yelling back at him, yelling back at this fan. And so this is just in spring training. When they go and it's those hot June nights and you got some people there, they're going to hear it the entire time. But I still think that money, ego, I think those things can tune it out. I think you can get used to it. I still don't think it's right. I still think if they found that guys were cheating and using technology like that, there should be more of a harsher penalty. Somebody should be suspended. And if you really wanted to nip the thing in the bud, fine. Take their life. If you can find them guilty and know that it will be drug out through the courts, and that's the last thing Rob Manfred wants to do. That's why he wants this whole thing to just go away. He just handled it in the worst way possible. If you really wanted to make sure it doesn't happen again, suspend them in perpetuity. Let them go through the entire court system and appeals process. That's their right as Americans to do so. Their right as people who work in America even to do so. And still find a way to make sure that they are banned for life. It's the best, best thing that you could possibly do to keep guys from doing something like this again. They won't do it because you're the one who has to carry out the punishment. So everywhere that they go, and you and I know this, when they're on the road and even when they're at home sometimes... That's just a taste of what they're going to get. It's not enough, but it's a start. Big thanks to everybody who joined me. Hickey, hopefully Hickey's soon-to-be fiancé. Pierno, Justin Shackle, Darwin Zook, the great Billy Jack. I'm Ken Carmen. You guys have a wonderful weekend, my friends. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.